Welcome to Build a Drone Reviewer Podcast, Episode 53, Rotor Talk Live, Xeno 2, Evolve 2 Updates, Mavic Air 2 Pictures Leak. Got that coming up next. The other night on Rotor Talk Live, I was joined by Marcus Crawford, Ron Braun, and Lauren Donauer. And that evening, we discussed shipping updates regarding the Xeno 2, an announcement from X-Dynamics regarding the Evolve 2, and we discussed in detail the leaked pictures from the Mavic Air 2. So without any further ado, let's roll that broadcast in its entirety. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Rotor Talk Live Season 3, Episode 10, Xeno 2, Evolve 2, and Mavic Air 2 Pictures. How is everyone doing tonight? I hope you're, you're in for a treat because we have a great show. It's jam-packed. we got a lot to talk about tonight. I'm going to start off with Lauren. How are you this evening, Lauren? I'm just fine. I haven't got coronavirus yet, so life is good. The weather's starting to look like spring after this weekend. We're we're going to be actually down to minus 17 Celsius tonight on the weekend. So there goes no there goes all the flying plans, but <laughs> we'll survive it and, and just pray for spring. <laughs> pray for spring. That's what I hear. Mr. Marcus Crawford, how are you this evening? Uh doing well, doing well. <laughs> It was a it was a better day than yesterday. Let me let me put it to you that way. Good. Uh, that's that's good to hear. We like we like hearing that kind of stuff. Securities markets kind of helped me out a little bit more today. I hey, saw I, I saw those numbers going up today. So that's that's always a good good thing. Yeah. Ron Braun, how are you this evening? I'm doing well, Bill. Um, I'm I'm still you know feeling healthy and uh, you know my stocks aren't feeling so healthy. I didn't even check today, but yesterday. They were some of the lowest prices I've ever seen them. But, uh, you know, I know this isn't this week in the markets. So uh, I'm really excited today. I know Lauren's got some great information about the Mavic 2 come up in the show. And, um, you know, we're going to have some Xeno 2 information. And as you mentioned, the Evolve. I mean, it's going to be a, a jam-packed show tonight, I believe. Yes, so, it is. We I have a big announcement near the, that I'm going to save for the end of the show. But okay. uh, I'm going to throw right. it back to Bill now. He's going to start this drone adventure off tonight. We'll be we'll be looking forward to that. Now, if you want Xeno Nation, and if you're if you're a subscriber on my channel, this probably isn't a surprise to you. But uh, in my hands, I have a Xeno One that was sent to me. Um, now, I, it was uh, at first I thought it was on loan, but the anonymous subscriber who I thought loaned it to me has gifted it to me into the channel, and I just want to thank them. Um, uh, just eternally grateful for that. I'm definitely looking forward to getting this bad boy out and getting some more testing in on it. And I can hardly wait till the Xeno 2 comes because I can do Xeno 1, Xeno 2 comparisons. So I'm looking forward to it. I really like it. It's a blast. Be sure to watch my video, my first flight video that I put out on it. And I'm praying for some less wind. That's our, Wind has just been horrible here lately. Temperature temperature has been great. Wind's not, not so much. Okay. We're going to start off with Xeno 2. All right. Why not start off with Xeno 2? Okay. And and I know Lauren's probably going to sit sit back and relax here during this. <laughs> but Marcus, what's the status of, of, of your order? You, you know, it's kind of interesting. So I've been watching that tracking pretty darn close. 
the darn thing sat in Cedar City, Utah for two days, but it's finally on the move, and it's in Salt Lake right now, and it should be here. It's projected to deliver uh, before 8 p.m. tomorrow. So. Okay. Well, it, it's kind of like charging a Zeno battery. It's like it's like go out, get a cup of coffee, come back a couple hours later, and you might have something there. They're, they're exactly right. Just be patient. Let's be patient. Ron, yeah. how's the status of yours? Well, I've got live tracking right here on the, on the famous GearBest app. And as of last night, about 9.30, it was in Genova, Ohio. Am I saying that right? Gen Genova? I think it's Geneva, Ohio. Geneva, Ohio at 9.30. And it hasn't been uh, scanned in place today, so maybe it's on the final truck bringing it to the uh, East Coast. Let's hope so. But it was in it was Illinois. It's been in Kansas City. It was in uh, what's New Mexico, so it, California. So it's really had a good tour of the, uh, of the U.S. Of you, well, knows the United States, the, the, heart of, the heart of the Midland there. I mean, it's, it, it's everything, okay? That's, that, that's, that's pretty good. Now, for me, unfortunately, I've sent out an email to Hubson. My contact there have not heard back. I've, I've sent out a couple of emails, haven't heard back. The last I heard from me is March 23rd, so I'm still crossing fingers. Now, as we well, talk I, thought, I thought it was real interesting last night when David, that, that's Kludzi over uh, YouTube, he was on our Zeno Nation show last night, and he told us he ordered his Zeno 2 directly from the Hubson site in what the beginning of February, and he got it. Like within a month's time, he had it in the beginning of March. So that's that that's almost the best ordering story I've heard yet. Well, now I found out last night. Well, I found out the other day that Hubson US, if you order it with the two batteries in the case, it ships out immediately. It's it's in the US. It just boggles the mind, you know how how all this has gone down and transpired. You were going to say something, Lauren? Yeah, I, I checked with Hubson. They can't find my order. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's that. That's that's pretty. That's pretty good. So this is where things stand for the Zeno Two. Um, you know, looking forward to when Ron and Marcus and myself get ours, and you know, we'll get some videos out about it, and we'll do some comparisons. So. So stay tuned. We got lots of great stuff coming up as far as that's concerned. And hopefully next Monday night on Zeno Nation, there'll be two Zeno there'll be two Zeno 2s on set, right, Mark? Oh yes. Oh yes. That will be that will be that will be wonderful to see that. So make sure you guys tune in next Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern to Zeno Nation. You don't want to miss it because there's probably going to be two Zeno 2s there. And maybe the week after there might be three. There might. There, there might there, be. There, there really could be. This this could really happen. Marcus might be Marcus. I may have to jump a flight to Florida and fly the three amigos together, except for the fact that we better shouldn't get on any planes with the uh coronavirus uh, hanging around. So uh Marcus, I may have to drive to Florida. Probably have to drive. That's probably the it's probably probably the way to go as far as far as that's concerned. Well, we do have some other news. We're gonna shift from the Xeno 2 here. Now, y'all remember yeah. I'm gonna get the. I gotta get. It. I have a picture of this. I'm gonna get this up on. Oh, we need the picture. Got a got a picture here. Now, y'all remember the X Dynamics Evolved Two, and I know Marcus had a chance to see it when he was at CES, and was the the looks of this drone are to die for. You it's, know, it's a it's a very sexy looking drone. Yeah, and Lauren saw it too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it's just it's just 
something that, that definitely gets your attention right away. And, you know, they did do a number of improvements to it this year. And, um, you know, everybody's really looking forward to it. Now, you know, understand that the price point, and this is one thing, you know, I get a lot of comments on this. You know, it's, it's not a drone for me because of the price. And I said, well, understand that this was geared between the Phantom 4 series and the Inspire series. It, it was meant to kind of bridge that gap as far as that's concerned. It's not as expensive as an Inspire, but it's, 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 more, it's more than a Phantom 4. Well, you know, we have, um, you know, the coronavirus has, has, has caused a lot of, a, a lot of, lot of um, issues. And one of them, one of them has been delays with things from China. Of course, you know, um, it was inevitable. You knew it was going to happen here. So what I'm going to share here is X Dynamics put this out on their site the other day. Uh, and basically what they're saying is because of the epidemic, the partial closure of some of our sites, we cannot realistically meet this deadline anymore um, uh, April without jeopardizing performance of our product and consequently decided to push back the release. So, and, and I'll let you let you read this at your leisure if you want to go ahead and do that. So, you know, this is something that they had to do. They didn't have a choice. And, and, it's, and it's understandable in this instance. I mean, that's just something, you know, that they're going to have to um, work through. And, you know, obviously, you know, there's a human element to this as well, too. Uh, you know, not only, you know, they're dependent upon parts and suppliers, but also, you know, it, it was devastating over in China. It's somewhat leveled off right now, but it really had a devastating impact. Um, and it's it's good to see that they communicated this well to everybody. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts about this? You want to go first, Marcus? Well, yeah, sure. Uh, well, what I'll say, <laughs> that, that X-Dynamics Evolved drone is – so far ahead of a hack like me's head. I mean, uh, it is a fantastic uh, professional uh, product. Now, it, it was beautiful. I enjoyed looking at it and and uh, and checking it all out. But uh, yeah, it's not something that uh, that I would ever use, and it's it's too bad. But I mean, I think that's just based on the reality that we're living in uh, right now. Uh, yeah. Anything out of China is going to be delayed for a while. Mm -hmm. I got a, a a comment and a question. Uh, yeah, I, I you know um, I didn't get to see the uh, Evolve drone, but you know I, I you know I saw the you know I mean I've seen pictures and videos of the first one last year, and of course I saw all the publicity at CES this year for the new Evolve too. And again, it does look like a tremendous drone. Uh, but I agree with Marcus. I think it's more of a um, you know a drone for somebody who's a uh, We'll call a professional pilot somebody who's making money with their drone. That it's a little you know, over the top for uh, you know just a um, you know just a, a, a consumer somebody just flying for fun. I mean, unless you have a lot of extra money to burn, which probably don't after you see the stock market. But uh, my question to Bill or Lauren, um, you, you mentioned about the you know the the, the of course the terrible coronavirus and delays in China. It is is Avav a Chinese company? Yes, it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and okay. um, um, I was actually very impressed with that drone. Uh, the specs on that, it, it's definitely a prosumer drone, not really a consumer drone. Um, it's not up to the high end, but it has got just absolutely amazing specs, like top speed of 60 miles an hour. Uh, 
like, wow, that, that thing is absolutely fast. The interchangeable cameras um, really rates up there. It uses a four thirds uh, camera. So that's professional quality. It's a mic micro three fourths, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, four. It's a four thirds is a different thing. It's a, people get confused, but there is a four thirds format yeah. also. Yeah, no, it's 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 a four thirds. In other words, it's the, the sensor is probably about thirty percent bigger than than the one inch sensor, uh, but your actual usable pixels is not really great. But they're using a larger pixel, which drastically improves the the video quality. So. Uh, uh, but no, I was overall very, very impressed with the drone and quiet. It is just absolutely quiet. Marcus can probably tell you, you can be standing three or four feet away at CES and you couldn't even hear this drone. It was just that quiet. That's very true. I agree with that statement. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, I mean, that's impressive for a, a drone that size. You know, it really is that it's yeah. that quiet. Well, you know, I, again, well, you know, one of the things that I have to say here is, you know, they have been very communicative regarding this. Uh, I, I know that they had put out something about maybe a month or so ago um, about when they were planning on, you know, that, that April that was it was a time frame for them. But now, you know, that's been pushed back. But, you know, it's it, they're doing the right thing. I mean, obviously, you know, they don't want to rush this. They want to get it out. They want to get it right. Um, you know, there was a lot of things that went on with the Evolve 1, if you want to call it that, that, you know, really needed to be improved upon and um, really hoping that they've done that. Because, again, you know, competition in this market is great. Having them to challenge DJI, um, you know, makes them better and it makes DJI better and gives us better products. It's, you know, even even in the prosumer level here. So, Bill, you know. Bill I, I just want to add that, and you tell me if I'm wrong or not. After the, I'm going to call the Evolve One launch somewhat of a failure. That this Evolve Two, they have to get this one right. I agree, Ron. I they, agree. They can't go through the same thing they did a year ago. Exactly. It's the same thing, and we're going to talk about it next week. We had we were scheduled to talk about it tonight for the Evo Two. Okay. Um. You know, kudos to Autel for being communicative on this. And, and it's, as, it's as important to X-Dynamics as it is to Autel. You know, Autel needs to come out of the gate with the Evo 2 with, you know, hitting the ground running. And it's the same thing with X-Dynamics with the Evolve 2. They, they have to do that. They can't, they, they can't stumble, okay? They, 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 have to, they have to hit a home run with this. So, because um, I know I, I watched a lot of the Evolve 1 videos and, you know, it was like, ooh, you know, uh, kind of cringe sometimes looking at some of that stuff. You know, I saw some Billy did one, Ken did one. I think Ken Heron had it. You know, it, there was just, um, you know, Captain Drone had one. There was a lot, you know, there was there, there was a lot to like, but there was a lot of things that were just plain wrong and need, needed to be fixed. So um, apparently they've done their homework. And, you know, this is something I think we're going to look forward to. And talking to the guys there, their, their team that they had at, at CES, uh, that, that's pretty much what they said is we've listened to what the, the people have said. And, and even just talking to them, they, it sounded like they, they really cared about what my opinion was. And um, they really are making a serious effort to make this the best drone that they can. Is it going to be the world's best drone? No, but the world's best drone only lasts till the next drone comes along. 
<laughs> yeah, that's a that's a great statement there, Lauren. It yeah. really is, and it's very true. Um, so you know, well, you know, we were going to talk about and spend a lot of time on the uh, Evo two tonight, but we're going to delay that. We're going to push that off to next week because some news broke today, and there were some pictures of a drone that were leaked today. Okay, I won't. I'll, I'll use I'll use that in, in quotes. Okay, the Mavic Air two. Now, what we're going to do is this. Lauren's going to walk through these pictures and go through, um, you know, some of the features of the Mavic Air 2. And then we're going to go ahead and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to discuss this. So, Lauren, I'm going to go ahead and put your screen up on there. And you can take it away, sir. Okay. Uh, we've kind of talked about this before, and uh, a lot of these pictures really leave uh, – little doubt to a lot of the stuff that I had discussed earlier. Um, I don't know how well you guys can see my mouse, but, uh, but anyways, if you look at the overall size of the drone, it's bigger than the original Mavic Air. And I think we need to almost stop because I don't think they're going to be calling this the Mavic Air 2. I actually believe they're just going to be calling it a Mavic. And... I will show you why in a slide or two. But anyways, from our discussions, as you can see, there uh, that motor design is entirely a different motor design than the, the than the previous uh, Mavic Air. The overall size is bigger. Um, unfortunately, we don't have a picture of the drone with the wings unfolded. But uh, new new gimbal design and. That leads into another part of the overall design change. If you remember with the Mavic Air, it had a real issue with up camera angle so that if you went into hard acceleration, you were kind of looking at the ground most of the time. So uh, that has been resolved with both the body uh, design change as well as the new gimbal. Uh, as you can see, you've got the sensors on the bottom here as well as the ground lighting which is kind of a nice little feature that really shows off the back sensor here if you can see my mouse at all um, and the new prop design so that was part of what i was talking about uh, a few months ago new motors new SC escs uh, new battery probably expect a flight time of around 30 possibly as much as 35 minutes now this one here is probably the most telling one. Um, if you look at the remote controller, a lot of people saying, well, that's ugly. But if you look at it, it kind of looks like the new smart controller, does it not? And that leads me to believe that this is most likely going to have OcuSync, uh, just like the smart controller does. Some of the other things, and, and with that OcuSync, of course, we're going to have the the much better signal range and uh, but unfortunately with the slides you can't really tell whether or not the side sensors are there but it should have side sensors for full 360 obstacle avoidance and finally no big shock but it's going to have ADSB back to you Bill <laughs> <laughs> well that's you know that's a it's definitely, you know, there's a there's a lot to digest there. I mean, that's enough that, that that's enough to talk about for the definitely 
for, for a long time. But what I want to do is this, um, you know, I'm going to I want I, I, what I want what I want for everybody is is their reaction to, to this. And, and I'm going to start here. I'm just going to make my, I, I'm going to start out. I'm going to say, you know, and, and I told I shared this with everyone and they laughed. I said, it's like a Mavic, uh, Mavic mini on steroids. Okay. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it I, I love it. Don't, don't get me wrong here. And I think this is going to have a real, real niche, a real niche here. It's, it's going to, it's going to fit in perfectly. Okay. With these specs. And I think for me personally, the number one thing I was looking for from this was OcuSync, okay? And if this has OcuSync and it's under a thousand dollars, okay, um, it's probably it's not going to sell. It's it's not going to outsell the Mavic Mini, but I'll tell you what, it's going to give it a real run for its money because it's going to have have that 4K camera in there. It's going to have OcuSync, which you know the, everybody knows that the biggest beef about the Mavic Air was that doggone Wi-Fi, you know, in its range and especially in urban areas, it was just. It was horrible. I mean, I didn't experience it, and I know Marcus didn't experience it, but I know a lot of people did, and that was a real pain point with a lot of people. You know, and the other thing, too, is, you know, it, it sticks with the tried-and-true design, okay? It's something that, that worked not only for the original Mavic Pro, but worked for the Mavic 2 Series, now the Mavic Mini, and now, you know, this may be being called the Mavic or Mavic here. Um, it really is just something I think is going to do very well. Um, you know, whoever wants to go next, go for it. One of the other key things that they're, uh, they're also resolving is the noise factor. If you remember the, the Mavic Air was noisy and it, it was an irritating noise. It wasn't just loud. It was just irritating noise. And uh, those new motors, ESCs and props it really addresses that. And by the way, I've already ordered mine. So, pre-order. I also pre-ordered mine from uh, Gearbest today. I got a oh. tracking number. Will be here on December twenty-fourth. <laughs> Christmas Eve. Christmas hey, Eve. So, so a thought occurred to me that, uh, and and Lauren, you said it that it'll probably just be called the Mavic, not the Mavic Air two. So this may very well be the new mainstream drone, uh, prosumer drone for uh, uh, <clears throat> DJI and have a lot of the features that somebody like me might be uh, looking for. It looks, you know, clearly it's going to be a little bit heavier. It's going to have, uh, you know, there's no question that's a 4K camera, right? They wouldn't make it without that. Uh, so let me throw this out at you. What if the Mavic 3 or whatever they call that then becomes a level above a Mavic Pro, so to speak, that is just going for, for just like the new Evo 2 with an 8K camera and, and all those other features, uh, higher end features that quite frankly are a little bit above what somebody like me is looking for. This may be the middle of the road Mavic that has all the range and has all the features that a prosumer flyer, quite frankly, like me, would be uh, interested in. Yeah, uh, Greg, 
Great comment, Marcus. Uh, uh, I, I see where you're going there, and it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I want to shout out to FSU Grad 03. That's the Marco in the chat. He's a good comment. He says, I'm sold enough said, you know, when, when Lauren went over the specs of this uh, uh, this new drone. I'll call it the, the, the wannabe Mavic Air 2, which probably won't be that. And I saw another comment. I didn't I, – I can't scroll back to find it, but somebody called it the Mini Pro. So uh, they, they were, you know, some, some highlight comments from the chat. But um, – to this drone, uh, you know, the specs that Lauren laid out, you know, again, they, uh, you know, they, they sound terrific. Uh, you know, um, I think they've covered all, all the bases here. And like, and, and like, you know, uh, Marcus said, they they've kind of taken it to another level. It's not really a um, kind of a, kind of a smaller, I hate to use the word entry level with the Mavic Airs that had so many good features, but this is kind of a, a step above, bigger, stronger, you know, can, much more battery life, not just a little more battery life. I mean, battery life up to the point where, you know, um, it, it's right up there with what we're experiencing now with our Mavic 2s. And it all makes sense because if it does have OctaSync 2 on it, it can't have 20 minutes of battery life there because if you took it out as far as it could go, you couldn't get it back. So it needs that that uh, battery life to go along with the increased range of the, um, you know, the OctaSync 2.0, which, you know, again, that would be the, the killer feature. This all sounds good. I mean, I'm, I'm like DeMarco. I'm sold. I'm in. But then I backtrack. Wait a minute. If we're putting OcuSync 2 in here and we're putting 30 minutes of battery life in here, what's that going to do to the price point here? You know, that's definitely going to raise up another notch. And back to uh, Marcus' theory, if it's kind of replacing the Mavic 2, you know, being that the Mavic 3 is going to be like, you know, a really high-end you know, one inch sensor and you know, maybe 8K or whatever. This maybe is going to slot in that kind of like, oh, oh, um, Lauren's, I'm going to stop my thought mid sentence because Lauren has an answer. Lauren, take it away. Yeah. Uh, actually, uh, answer Scott's question. Uh, expect the release date is probably going to be April or May. It's supposed to be second quarter, anyways, which basically uh, uh, will be April or May. Price point Canadian. Is expected to be eleven to twelve hundred Canadian dollars. So for you guys, it should be under a thousand. And if you can get it with the smart controller, boys, I'm in. Yeah, well, yeah that's another question for Lauren. Okay, now if this has OcuSync two in it, is there any possibility that will run with the older smart controller? Good question. Don't know. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Don't yeah, know. That's something to look but, into. I believe. And I've only heard just rumbles is that it will be compatible with the new smart controller. So Ooh. that's part of what makes me believe it's going to be OcuSync. Now, those are just grumblings I've heard. Nothing is confirmed. Woohoo. Yeah. Now, you, you said the word new smart controller. Yes. Ooh, that's intriguing, gentlemen. So um, that's. Uh, Remains to be seen because, like I say, I've only I've only heard grumblings on it. Uh, uh, some stuff I'm still awaiting confirmation. But okay, well, you know, it's th th this is this is definitely something. It's it's exciting because, you know, I think and Marcus hit hit on a real good point here when he was talking about like the Mavic Three series. Let's call it call it that, and you know, being being in in this in this plateau and being the AK and then maybe a six K with a one inch sensor and then you know, having a new dual thermal imaging, you know, kind of like, you know, doing, doing tit for tat with, 
with with Autel, you know, ma- matching what they have to say and and keeping it, you know, almost kicking it up to a prosumer type level, okay? And then this the Mavic or Mavic as we'll call it, you know, really kind of fitting in between a beginner drone like the Mavic Mini and the Mavic 3 series, you know, really filling a real nice niche there for somebody who's looking for a consumer drone that wants, you know, professional, you know, looking video um, wants a good runtime with it, wants good range with it, wants a safe drone with, you know, uh, 360 obstacle avoidance and ADS-B in it. I mean, and they keep this under $1,000, gentlemen. You know, it's really going to give the Mavic Mini a run for its money in terms of sales. I'll tell you that right now. And when it gets to when it gets to be time to pre-order, okay, it's like, I'm signing. I, I can tell you that right now. Bill, you should I put my Mavic Mini on on eBay now, and 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 like Marcus said, build up my war chest. Build up your war chest. Go for it. Can you share my screen again, Bill? Sure, sure thing. Sure thing. Yeah. Just something Marcus said. If if you have a nice close look, what is it? that says on the bottom? Mavic, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And they have been kind of uh, renaming this the line of drones because. Uh, we used to have the Spark, right? And that's gone. Yeah. And they went to the Mavic Mini. And rather than having a Mavic Air, uh, just Mavic. And I suspect that the Mavic 3 will end up being just the Mavic Pro. My Ooh. thoughts. Don't okay. know. Don't know. But I think they're cleaning up the pro- product line names. That's exactly where I was going with it, Lauren. That's the exact same thought I had. I totally agree. You know, and I think, and you bring up a good point here, Lauren, because, you know, um, and Marcus too, with the, you know, differentiating the drones, because, you know, when you, when you think of them, or when you think of the Mavic Pro, okay, the original one, you know, it, it, you have this picture in your mind. It's like, it's like, for example, somebody says, you know, DJI Phantom, okay, boom. You have the iconic image in your mind, all right? With a Mavic Pro, you have the image in your mind, all right? The Spark, everybody gets an image. And, and now with this, okay, when you're talking about a Mavic Mini, okay, people will know, will know the image. When you're talking about a Mavic Pro, you know, a Mavic 3, people will have an image. And when you talk about a Mavic, people will have an image. So, you know, and, and I think this is good marketing on DJI's part because they're differentiating it between the let's let's call three you know classes of 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 you know we'll call them for lack of a better term consumer level drones um and, and putting some distinctions between them and that's actually very smart marketing okay because you know we'll have the mavic mini will be appealing to to the beginners and the newbies and uh people just getting into into quads you know with the mavic itself or mavic you know it'll appeal probably mostly to people like us um wanting to kick up you know, but not wanting to spend the, you know, 15, 16, $700. And then, you know, there's going to be the Mavic Pro or the Mavic 3 series that where you're going to have people who are going to want that extra, who are going to want the 8K, who's going to want the 6K with a one-inch sensor, who's going to want the dual thermal imaging for, you know, maybe, you know, search and rescue capabilities or, you know, um, other other types of, of, of things that you're able to do with it. So it really is kind of lending itself is is a very smart marketing marketing move on DJI's part. Yeah, they cut co- they cover all all their different customers 
in a simple and under, understandable line. The worst thing to do is to go in to a product you don't know a lot about and you can't make sense uh, of the names and that's over drones or any other category. And just in our beloved Zenos, if you came in, if you never heard of a Zeno before, and you started shopping for Zeno and you wanted the best Zeno, you'd probably buy the Zeno Pro because it's the Pro, right? Well, the Zeno Pro is not the best Zeno. The, the, the naming is, is confused, just like the, the current Mavic line's a, a little bit confused. I mean, like, for instance, when the Mavic, the Mavic Pro first came out, it was the very first Mavic. It should have just been the Mavic. They should have saved the Pro name for the next one or the better one. So I, I totally agree with cleaning up the... Um, the names and the product line is going to be a great help for new consumers to pick the proper drone for themselves and placing that this supposed just Mavic in the middle of the lineup or the top of the middle, you know, like quite an advancement over the mini and enough drone for most people that aren't professionals or or real, we'll, we'll say real high-end amateur photographers that may need the one sensor of a Mavic 2 Pro or going forward, just a Mavic Pro. I, 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 if, if what we laid out here is correct, I, I think it's, uh, a, it's a, a great business decision on DJI's part, and it should help uh, sell more units for people like Lauren. Um, yeah, the uh, good conversation this afternoon, somebody was talking to me about the camera specs, and the they were saying, well, why didn't they go to the 4K60? Um, well. Oh, this isn't going to have 4K60. No, it's going to okay. be 4K30. Okay. Um, the, uh, it's not going to be 4K60. And part of the reason is because then if you go to 4K60, then you're kind of biting the toenails of the Mavic 2, uh, or the Mavic 2 series, as well as possibly the 3, right? Right. And. Why buy a Mavic 2 if I can get a Mavic Air uh, that does 4K60, right? And it's cheaper. Right. So you're, you're not going to see great improvement in specs. Overall dynamic uh, color software is supposed to be slightly better. But, um, yeah, <laughs> Stephen says this, says it the best. Everybody wants the bell and whistle for the price of a mini. <laughs> My only rebuttal to that, Lauren, is that the problem is if they don't put 4K60 in, and you say they're not going to, it won't be long before they have a lot of other companies chipping at their heels with 4K60 on, on that price drone or less, and they're going to lose sales to other companies that offer that feature. I don't think so. Well, we already we have the Evo One, which is 4K60. So I know the Evo One has stolen a lot of sales from people who want 4K60 affordably, and also they like the fact that Evo doesn't have all the uh, restrictions or whatever. Uh, so I mean, already the the Evo has done it. It's just the fact that uh, you know the Altel messed up with the delay of the first Evo not getting it out earlier. Uh, just my opinion, of course. Hey, yeah. Ron. So. Uh, you put me on to Potato Jet's video about uh, frame rates, mm -hmm. and and you know we've discussed it. 30, 30 frames per second is probably all I ever need in four K. Totally uh, agree. Totally and, agree. You know, I bet you Air Photography's in the chat here. I bet he'd tell us uh, the same thing. Uh, but your point is well taken. A lot of people just look at those specs. I mean, look at the splash that the that the Zeno two is making with 4k 60 frames per second uh you know it's it's it, it for for the kind of uh 
video that I'm dealing with, I, I just don't need those kind of capabilities. Yeah, we talked, Marcus and I have talked about it great length. There's a lot of confusion about frame rates out there. As Marcus said, I recommend going over watching Potato Joe's uh, video and that's not a it's not a most new video you have to dig for it. but see it's a lot of people in the market who is who equate 4k 60 to be in a better camera and that's not necessarily the case it could be but just because you have 4k 60 doesn't mean you have a superior camera to something that's 4k 30 um so um again we can we can we can talk the rest of the night on on, on 4k 60 versus 4k 30 but um well, you know, Stephen Ewing put it put it really well because you know everybody, you know, every everybody wants wants a Cadillac, but but you know they're they're paying for 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 like a what an entry shovel level level shovel light. Okay, I mean it's it's not going to happen. All right, um, but l- look at the bang for the buck here and and realize something that in this package, you know, um, you know, with with the potential prices that that we're talking about with this, everything that you're getting in this package. It's an incredible amount of technology if you really stop and think about it. All right, you know, having the, the this kind of a battery life, having OcuSync with this, having ADSB, having 360 obstacle avoidance in it, and a compact folding drone that's bigger than a Mavic Mini, but it's smaller than than a Mavic Two. You know, it, it's going to fit a real nice niche. It's really going to be that portable go-to drone. And it's and the other thing f- for this too. You know, and I know a lot has been said about it, and I know Marcus. I think we've all experienced it. Is you know taking the Mavic Mini and getting those wind warnings up there. Now, you know, we uh, we've got used to it, and then you know, obviously, you know, DJI put out a, a firmware update that took care of some of those. But I mean, you know, there's a lot of times. You know, I would love to get the Mini up, but it's just not. But I got to put like like the my Phantom or Mavic up because it's just it's just not going to be able to handle that wind. Whereas in this instance, with the Mavic or Mavic, okay, it's going to be able to handle something like that. What are you guys' thoughts on, you know, it being bigger and being able to handle more more things than the Mini? Okay, so you you just touched a nerve with me, Bill. Uh, so one of the things <laughs> that that I'm always just amazed at. I hear people talk about the 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 Mavic Mini and oh, they wanted to have follow me and they wanted to have this and they wanted to have that. It is an amazing piece of technology for $400. It Mm -hmm. flies amazing. And I totally agree with you, Bill. It doesn't handle the wind like a more powerful drone. Uh, But it, you know, it it was, it was 400 bucks and it's pretty cool for 400 bucks. So uh, anyway, so this drone, this new Mavic, it looks like it's going to take us just like you suggest, Bill, to that next level above for people that want that next level of performance. Uh, but of course, no doubt it's going to be a heavier drone. So, you know, for instance, if I'm going up to Canada to see Lauren and in that one I'm taking with me, I'll be bringing the mini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good, good point. Uh, and to answer Bill's question um, about the, you know, this being much better in the wind and the, the mini and, you know, again, it's all, it's, it's all price versus performance. The mini is a three nine nine drone. This is a nine nine drone. There's going to be expect. It better be much better in the wind. It better not be the same wind yeah. performance at, at that higher yeah. price. I mean, you know, so just just write that that price. You know, uh, you got to have expectations of the, of the wind. But I'm going to ask Bill and maybe Lauren a tough question here. Okay, we got the nine the U.S. nine 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 price point, and Laura's gave us you know what we think is going to be the specs. But um, from from what I just heard, 
um, this doesn't sound like it's much of an upgrade over the uh, uh, back to the Evo One. I, I could go right now to walk down the Best Buy and buy the Evo One, which has 4K 60 and about the same flight time and you know, uh, uh, you know, a lot of the same camera features, whatever. I could get that right now. Why? Why am I sitting around waiting for this Mavic, which basically doesn't sound like as much of an upgrade over the two-year-old Evo One at, at the same price point? It's going to be. I, a, I could wait for a sale and find the Evo for eight ninety-nine. Well, here I'm going to answer your question, Ron. Okay, eight, eight, one of the number one ADSB. Okay, yeah. that, that that that's that sells a drone. I think instantly. Okay, having that capability because I've seen it before, I've seen it used, and it's and it's it's to die for. I mean, you know, you know, every time I go out now, I'm hearing more private planes out there, and I'm like, gosh darn it, you know, it, it's like, and I'm cranking my head, looking around, trying to see where they're at and everything. You know, this eliminates that. Okay, you have zero room for error with something like that. Having ADS-B on your drone. Okay. The other thing is it has 360 obstacle avoidance. The Evo one does not, you know, I know a lot of people that when they were backing up their Evo ones, it doesn't have a sensor on the rear and boom came down the Evo one. So I think for those two reasons, for me, you got to go with the Mavic or Mavic. Hey, um, let me add one more bill. Go and for it, Marcus. We don't know this, but the potential for the smart controller, that's a big deal to me. Yeah, that really, that, that, that 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 is huge that that that's you know that just just remember that that is my postulation based on the design the look of that controller because if you look at it and and bill you've got a smart controller minus the screen it, it looks almost yeah. identical right? it really it, it just begs for that lauren you're right yeah. it really it really does i mean the the design and and you know the the pieces would fit in with something like this i mean it, it, yeah. it would it would make a lot of sense as far as far as that's concerned so um you know this is where this is it's exciting and it's and we're on the verge of it because april's coming up and one thing that you know of and that kind of like you know i can kick back and breathe a sigh of relief you know when it comes time to get one all right i don't have to contact the good folks at GearBest to do this okay <laughs> you know i can i can either hit up best buy like i did or DJI and know that within a week or so it's going to be sitting on my doorstep. Okay. There won't be this four months of waiting for like a Zeno two, which it's going to turn out to at least be for, for us. So it's, no, I have a question. What will happen first? Will the, uh, will this new map, we'll just call it the Mavic be released or will you get your Zeno two? What will happen first? There's odds. There's cool. Right oh. now, I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone with a bookie in Vegas. They're they're calculating the odds right now. So I'm getting ready to place that. <laughs> you know, and that that's that that's the sad fact of that. Okay, you know the you know that that's a whole nother night, a whole nother topic, a whole nother conversation with that. Okay, as far as that's concerned, we, we could have, do a whole show on that. Yeah, we could. We could absolutely do a whole show on that. Okay, well, you know. We're, we're, we have some time here, and I want to talk about the Evo, too, and I think we have enough time to do that. And one of the things that Autel said was in, in a recent statement and, and, you know, to their dealers was, you know, the last two weeks of March, you know, things are going to – they're going to start ramping up and be able to go on sale, which, mean, you know, that's good news, all right? Um, you know, I know a lot of times – 
everybody has said, you know, that this panel here is like, oh, you guys are, are you know, DJI fanboys and yada, yada, yada and all that. Well, you know what? Okay. We're drone fanboys here. Okay. All of us, all four of us on this panel, we're drone fanboys. When Autel succeeds, everybody wins. When DJI succeeds, everybody wins. When Hubson succeeds, everybody wins because they keep driving it up. They keep cranking it up a notch, okay? Yeah, you know, the Xeno 2 was a pain point, you know, waiting for this daggone thing for, for so many months. But, you know, I saw what Ron and Marcus went through with their Xeno 1 and getting it to the point where it's at now, it's a fantastic drone, okay? And the Xeno 2 is going to get there as well, too. But with the Evo 2, okay, this is good news, guys. This is nothing but good news. This is coming up around the corner. What What are your thoughts on this? Well, I'll say the first right off the bat. I got Stephen Ewing is interested in the uh, in the Evo One. He's apparently he's coming to Florida soon, and he's going to be looking for it in a Best Buy store. So you may have to scoop him out for him, Bill. But well, I mean, that's the great thing about Altel. Listen, they've got the Evo Two and the Verge are coming out in the next couple of weeks. But the Evo One's still a relevant drone. I mean, I think that's great. That, that this drone is two years old and still a relevant drone. Um, and, and, of course, it's great promise for the uh, the new Evo 2. Uh, and, unfortunately, you know, we've been delayed. They supposedly had a, a software bug that delayed them initially in February. And, of course, the coronavirus came along, and that pushed them back again. And now we've been you know told through a letter that they sent to their dealers about a week ago that it would be arriving near the middle to the end of March bill quoted today, the last two weeks of March. And today is what the 10th already or 11th. I never knew the 10th. So we're already, I mean, we're, da- we're days away from the middle of March. So, I mean, we almost hit that period and it's going to be a very exciting time with um, the Evo, you know, two being released. And then maybe only a month later, the, uh, the new Mavic coming out. And, and I know we're throwing around, April or May for the uh, Mavic. And I know I'm the pessimist, but I'm usually writing this stuff. If a, if a company says it's coming out in May, that doesn't mean May 1st. That means May 31st or whatever. Or it April. Very well it, could be, yeah. It always on, it's always on the last day of the month. That, it's not coming out in the first. Let, listen, so, Bill, to, to Bill's point, we, we are almost living in the heyday of consumer drones right now because they're just – some awesome products coming out and it's, it's helping uh, everybody, right? It's helping uh, when DJI comes out with something new, it, it pushes Autel. When Autel comes out, it's clearly it's pushing DJI to do something different. Hubson hits that uh, bargain price point with a bunch of features that helps all of us. The, the black cloud that I see has nothing to do with the drones that are coming out, but uh, potential oppressive, uh, rules and regulations by the FAA. So hopefully if we can get past that, uh, drone life is good right now. Yeah, Arn? it could be uh, kind of the heyday, as you say. Um, depending on what happens with you guys, we got a little bit of a change coming up uh, in Canada. Or I shouldn't say coming up, Just it just got released. Um, we were going to kind of discuss this, but... Uh, Transport Canada has now uh, shut down the borders to all foreign drone operators other than commercial. Um, And that basically is because they were getting way too many requests. The the process to fly a drone in Canada is you had to 
file for SFOC, which is a special flight operating certificate. Uh, they've had so many requests that they just literally couldn't keep up. Um, the upside is that they're looking at trying to streamline that process, but unfortunately, they're not going to uh, they're not going to open it up again until January of next year. Now, the the real upside, if you're going to be foreign, if you got a Mavic Mini, you're just good to go. That's interesting. That's real interesting. Yep, because the the Mavic Mini, because it's under the 250, does not follow any Canadian regulations under uh, other than 900.06, which states that you can't fly to endanger aircraft or people. Okay. Wow. Other than that, it's the Wild West with the Minis. So <laughs> it's like it's like when you cross the borderline into the state of Florida, it's a drive at your own risk. It's pretty. Oh, I got. I got to share this with everybody today. I'm on my way home. And every day on my way home, I'm going to digress from drone talk for just a minute here. All right. And, you know, you count your lucky, lucky stars every day. Driving home. And I always talk to Valerie when I'm driving on, on the way home today. And as soon as I go through an intersection on the other side, boom, it was a horrific crash. You can hear glass and metal all over the place okay and it's like it's like you know it, it just it puts things into perspective okay um i called 911 i didn't know the name of the cross street but i knew where I, I knew where the other one was and and they was able to get them the information so you know it's like you count your lucky lucky stars every day and you count your blessings so i, I did for sure you know it's just kind of like you put things into perspective with with everything here but um you know getting getting back to this one of the things, the other things that I wanted to talk about was when the Evo One came out. All right, Autel pretty much pulled the plug on the X Star Premium. All right, uh, there was no really, in essence, you know, there were no batteries for it. Propellers ran out. Uh, you know, they really just yanked the rug out from the X Star Premium owners, and they were kind of left like holding the bag. Um, I I had long since sold mine, but you know, the one thing with with the XR premium was they had done a firmware upgrade, but it was a beta and it never really, the beta ended up being official without making it really official. So I think my, one of my concerns is that with the Evo one, considering there's a lot of them out there and a lot of people bought them that Autel is going to su still support that not only in terms of software, but having parts availability like batteries and props and so forth for that, because, you know, a lot of people, really you know like the uh, like the evo i mean they really it's a it's a drone that, that fits their needs it does it well it's 4k 60 um you know under a thousand dollars it's you know it's a great drone it handles very well uh so you know that's one of the concerns that i have right now um for uh, that autel is going to be able to keep up with that because i know you know they've kind of shrunk as far as their staff is concerned so um you know that remains to be seen and, and i'm very hopeful of this but, you know, like Ron said, May 31st probably is we'll, we'll probably start seeing them, you know, but hopefully a lot sooner than that. I think from what Rick Smith said and, and I read it, and I think it was a comment uh, uh, to Marcus was, you know, they're they're in warehouses. They're ready to go. That This was just a software type of issue. So, you know, it's not it's not like they're waiting for them to be built. So 
this is a good thing. And, and this really is, is going to bode very well for all of us. And like I said, everybody's a winner with something like this. So, um, gentlemen, do you have any, have any thoughts on, on anything? Um, <laughs> what, Marcus? I, uh, you know, drone related here. Okay. Um, Actually, William Grace wanted to talk about Zero Zero Robotics, the Falcon. Oh, yeah, 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 the, the Falcon. I think last we heard on uh, from Zero Zero Robotics was they said that they were ex- experiencing a delay and yeah. that they were going to keep everybody apprised of that and haven't heard anything since. And I think that was like right after CES, they came out with something about a delay and there hasn't been any any information from Zero Zero Robotics on that. I know a lot of people put money down on that uh, because oh, okay. put money down on it before December thirty first. I think you got it for a great price. I mean, you know, it it went up to I think nine hundred ninety nine dollars after January after January first. So. I think our good friend Brian Singleton ordered it. Yeah, he did. Well, well, Lauren and I both actually got to handle it at at uh, at CES, and and I'll be interested to what, see what Lauren thinks. I mean, the, the, the controller felt like a very toy-grade controller. And one thing that was very telling at CES is they did not have an operating example of it. It was sitting in a static display nailed to the ground, and they would spin the props up, but that, that, that's all you could see. Kind of tells me they wouldn't put it in the cage and fly it around, so it tells me that there's probably some development work yet to go on that. Lauren, yeah. what do you think? Actually, you, you brought up one of the huge points that I was going to is, is the fact that we didn't actually see a flying drone there. And if you look at the videos that they've released so far, to me, they honestly look like CGI. They, they don't look like an actual flying drone. And uh, th- they seem to have big, big dreams. But I was really turned off at, at the uh, at the, the uh, their booth because I could hardly get somebody to discuss anything of any matter, right? It, it, they just wanted to tell you how wonderful the drone was, but when I tried to hit them with questions on specs and stuff like that, they wanted to gloss over that, and uh, I, I, that kind of turned me off. And then the drone that you're referring to, that was it was on a turntable, and they powered it up, and they showed how the rotors tilt, and they could turn it around in circles on this platter and I'm kind of going well that's great if I've got a lazy Susan in the middle of my kitchen that I need to turn but does it fly you know? <laughs> you know? Just, yeah that that was the impression I got so it, it kind of turned me off and it's funny because we could actually get those very easily because we have zero zero robotics dealership and but we're not going to because Basically, I wasn't impressed with what we've seen at CES. So, yeah. no, I agree with Lauren. I think, you know, all, all that we saw, the only real footage that we saw have been in cages. And the other footage that I saw was it's on their website. It's in a parking lot. Okay. It, it did, I think there was, it did like a droney and it was, did a follow me of somebody in a parking lot, but it was really low level flying. It wasn't anything way up in the air at all for this. So, I'm, you know, I'm just 
my the jury is out as far as I'm concerned on hey, that. Bill, before you move on, I've noticed that Ron Brown is really quiet about this one. You think he's under NDA? I think um, he is. I think you're right, Marcus. <laughs> you know, Ron always, Lauren, Ron always accuses Marcus and I of being under NDA for for, wow. for some things. Okay, and here's Ron. He's just been whisper quiet on this one the whole time. Okay. Where Azure's Robotics has him in his back pocket. Okay. Come on. So, Ron, tell, tell us. Come on. You, you got to let us know. We're, we're it, you, you want the inside four of us here. You want the inside scoop? Yes. I'm not saying anything because, uh, kind of, you know, I have, you know, almost zero interest in his drone. Uh, I wouldn't buy it if it was, I don't know, name me some low price. I, I, I wouldn't get it. No matter what, I have zero interest in it, so I don't have any input. It's it's about as much chance of me getting a zero zero drone as it is the Evolve drone or whatever. Well, well, know. it's interesting that they chose you for development, then, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, if if they would have had that thing flying at CES, I'd get one just for the novelty, just because it's it's the first real bicopter, yeah, consumer bicopter, yeah. right? Well, I mean, what it looks like is it looks like in my heyday when I had a bunch of toy drones, it looks like something you buy off a of GearBest or Banggood for $79.99 or whatever. And it, has, it supposedly has all these features, but when you get it home, most of it doesn't work. It looks like that type of drone to me. It reminds me of, of, of the toy grade, but, uh, but I don't mean to down. I mean, listen. I haven't touched this drone. This could be the greatest drone in the history of drones. I'm not down it for anybody who ordered it. Anybody who's thinking about ordering it again. I don't, I don't know anything about it except just what you guys just said. So I, I'm not down it at all. I'm just, it, it hasn't caught my interest. Now, that's not to say in a couple of months when it's out and it's flying around great and doing all these great things, I'll jump on the bandwagon and say, yeah, give me that zero drone. So, <laughs> yeah, that's all I got to say. As far as up and say. So what you're saying is zero is a good name for it. Zero misses <laughs> for my part. <laughs> oh, wow. Ooh, Marcus, that's cruel. <laughs> hey, hey, Bill, can I can I throw something real fast before we wrap up here? Sure uh, can. I, I, I got a new show to promote. Right after this show tonight, uh, if Bill is going to let me, I could drop the link in here. I want a new show with... Uh, uh, Mike from uh, uh, Philly Drone Life. Uh, we don't have a show title yet, and our subject—it's a show about nothing. We mostly talk about drones and 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 editing, editing on the iPad. And Mike got a whole bunch of issues today trying to get his iPad editing his videos. So it's mostly drones editing, you know, tech stuff like that or whatever. But it's kind of a show about nothing. We don't show have about nothing. That's already been done, Ron. Yeah, I know. We we're, we're, don't tell Jerry. <laughs> so this is kind of episode number one tonight. Now we last week was episode zero, so you can go. I don't know how you can go back and watch it because I don't know the title. But um, anyhow, I'll, I'll drop the the link in here as, as Bill's kind of wrapping up here. Okay, Lauren has Team Calgary, Alberta, Canada drones for good, June seventh, twenty twenty. Oh, I'm doing my shameless plug here. And Warren soon is his plug here. And by the way, guys, you, you need there is a Facebook page out there for this. Yeah, Drones for Good International. In case uh, you guys haven't heard, it's a fairly new group we've started up. And what it is, the group concentrates on uh, all the good things that drones do. We've had so much negative media that it's uh, uh, 
there was a group out before that was trying to raise the uh, bar, shall we say, for for the things, um, the good things that drones do, not just shut down airports and, and all your neighbors and stuff like that. And myself and some other people, I've got together and we've uh, put together the Drones for Good International. We've had some great, uh, great, great backing. Um, Haya Castellou from Drone DJ is currently working on a web, uh, website for us. Uh, Romeo Dersher from DJI is fully backing us 100%. He totally, uh, he's a good contributor to the group. And we strongly encourage everybody to, if you want to join the group, you're more than welcome. But uh, the first uh, Sunday every June, we're going to be having an international fly day. And we encourage you to let us know where your location, if you want to set up a group fly, we will post it on there. Um, myself and others have been uh, doing media interviews and kind of publicizing this, as well as publicizing all the good things that drones do. And we hope that other people will pass it on. There's Lauren, my public service announcement. Lauren, absolutely. And I'll drop, I'll make sure I want Metro drones. Thank you so much for the super chat. Really appreciate that. Um, you know, I, I'll definitely drop a link in the description so you guys can go ahead and check out that, that, that group. Yeah. I think it's a fantastic idea. You know, it, it's something that it, it cuts across languages, um, you know, barriers, everything. Okay. You know, it, it breaks it down. It gives us the common denominator of drones. Um, you know, it, it's just one of those things that we really all have in common, no matter where we're at. Um, you know, if you're in Australia, if you're in the UK, if you're in Ireland, um, you know, if you're in Europe, if, you know, in the Middle East, um, if you're in South America, it, you know, it doesn't matter. Okay. You know, it, we really have this wonderful hobby that, in common. And I think to recognize the good things that drones do, um, you know, I, I can't get enough of that. And it's nice to see, especially that there's a group that's forming with that. And I know Romeo Dersher is a tireless worker for, you know, advocating, you know, drones for public safety and drones for good. And, you know, ha him having him on board is fantastic. Having, hey, uh, being able to help you guys with a website, I think this is fantastic. And we'll do our best to get the word out. And, and I think, you know, um, you know, Marcus and Ron and I will definitely help get the word out about this because it, it, it's something that it doesn't matter if we have a DJI or a Hubson or an Autel or a Parrot. OK, what matters is we have a drone. And, you know, what about, Bill, what about a power egg drone? Is that a power egg? I don't know about that. That's going to be. That, that, that's going to be kind of slippery as, as far as that's concerned. Okay. That that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother. And, and I, and I, I do want to shout out that we still, I haven't talked to Lauren yet, but we, we want to get Lauren on Z donation sometime to, to go into detail, you know, to really deep, take a deep dive into what Lauren's doing here. I, I think it's uh it's very interesting. And I want to give a shout out to Metro drones. That's bill who uh, left a super chat here, but he also was raised at drones subscriber of the month for February. So, uh, big shout out to uh, Metro Jones. Bill's a great guy. Marcus and I got to meet with him and hang out with him at Spin Up a little bit. Hey, uh, guys, uh, 
I'm going to duck out here and okay. uh, prepare for uh, my next show here. But it was uh, it was great being on here with you guys today. I think we had a great show. Laura brought some super information to the table tonight, information that really has got me interested. Uh, a, a month ago, I had no interest in the what whatever they're going to call this new drone, but 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 now I am now. So um, you know. Good thing. So, uh, good night, everybody, and uh, you know, and we'll you know see you you know next week. So, um, and thanks for everybody joining us in the chat. Great group, great group in the chat tonight. A lot of great comments. And be questions. sure to check out Ron's show with Philly Drone Life on coming up in a few here. Thank you. Good night. All right, we'll see you, Ron. Thank you. Now okay. that he's gone. Now that he's gone. <laughs> he just snuck off so he could go test yeah, his drone. He was gonna go. You know what? You know what? He he and Mike are, are gonna be doing a show about uh the uh the, the V Copter Falcon, okay? Don't you kid yourself, all right? <laughs> that's that's what Ron had to because he's under NDA, he really couldn't say a whole lot to us. So he wanted to kind of keep it under the under under the QT here. So well, well there I wanted to point out there were some nerves touched tonight. Ron's was that V Copter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 that's good marcus that's he really made his good. feelings very very clear <laughs> it was it was crystal clear it, there was no no ambiguity on this one at all yeah. so um let's go ahead and share some closing thoughts lauren if you want to go and then marcus and then i'll wrap things up uh just fun fun show as always with you guys it's uh it's good for a little bit of a chuckle and and we have a good time um I think this summer we're going to see some interesting developments. A um, few things planned, a few things unplanned. Uh, but as Bill likes to say, it's a good day to fly. <laughs> Boom. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to echo what Ron said, Lauren. You got me all refired up about the uh, about the new Mavic. I, I was kind of hedging my bets going, well, you know, Depends on the price point and so forth, but uh, hearing you talk about some of the features has got me uh, has definitely piqued my interest on that. But uh, nearer term here, I, I do have that Zeno too. I, I I I hope that that arrives tomorrow. That'd be that it would be awesome if it did. And then uh, also, I've had my uh, Femi X8 SE uh, out on a roundabout. It went over to Ryan Duvall for a while and. He uh, test flew it a little bit, and then he sent it over to Ron Brown, and Ron Brown's had it for a couple of months. But but Ron put it in the mail to me the other day, and I should ha I'm looking forward to getting it back. Haven't seen it for a couple months, uh, but he sent it priority mail, and believe it or not, it is currently lost in the mail. Oh no! <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, they say they say that tracking doesn't exist for it anymore. So anyway, we'll see if it shows up. That'd be awesome, but uh, but we'll see. Uh, anyway, did Ron get any insurance on it? He did. So I okay, good, good. There's, uh, I know, I know they'll they'll do. I think five hundred, and I think that would cover the cost of another one, right? It it it, it absolutely would. Okay. In any case, Bill. Congratulations. Great subject matter tonight. And uh, Lauren, thank you for your uh, insight and uh, really an enjoyable show tonight, guys. And anytime you want me to come on, just let me know. You know, it's always a pleasure. 
um, you know, talking with Ron and Marcus and, and Lauren's fit in very well with us. And Lauren, I, first of all, I want to thank you for, for showing up um, and for giving us just some really top notch information you, you, yeah, uh, it, it was fantastic. And, you know, I was on a little bit on the bubble, but there's no more bubble. Okay. I'm, I'm all in, I'm hundred percent in the pool on the, on this one, as far as that's concerned. And, and it, that was a great, we had a great discussion tonight. It, it went so well. And, you know, one of the things that I really like about this show is we try to keep a humor to some things. And, and I think that's really important, you know, especially these days, you know, there, there's just so much, everybody's all tense about, you know, COVID-19 and all that stuff. And, you know, and, and it's a break from this because, I, I, you know, you get oversaturated with all that and it just drives you nuts. And, you know, it's just like, here's my word about all this common sense with all this people, okay? Common sense and, and be, be, be aware of your surroundings. That's, that, that's what I have to say regarding this. Um, you know, there's a lot of good things to look forward to that we have coming up here. You know, our Xeno 2s will be coming shortly. Um, you know, we talked about the Evo 2. You know, it's 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 uh, it's imminent in terms of being able to be be sold and, and get to customers, which will be great. Um, this new Mavic, uh, April or May timeframe, it looks fantastic. It really does. It's You know, we got a lot of things coming up, a lot of good things looking forward to. The weather's going to start to get nicer. Um, you know, it's going to, people are going to want to get outside and, you know, that wind's going to die down for me and I'm going to be able to finally get some great, fl great flying in. Um, so, you know, it, it, it's all, it's, it's all good. It, it really is. And, you know, bottom line is this, you know, I, I had a chance to pause and reflect today because my oldest son turned 30, 36 years old today. Ugh. Okay. He turned 36 today. Today was his birthday, you know, and, you know, I, 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 got him his he his he wants an amazon gift card i mean that seems to be the 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 thing for for him these days and, and he was enjoyable and you know he was really appreciative of it and and you know that's the kind of thing you know it, it's marking a passage in time but you know it's also you know i got three kids they're on all in good health and you know i have a granddaughter and you know it's 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 counting your blessings and being really fortunate about stuff so Okay, I'm off my soapbox. I really want to thank everybody for a fantastic chat tonight. You guys were fantastic. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I want to thank Ron and Marcus for having me on on Xeno Nation, uh, semi-regular, so to speak. I, I thoroughly enjoy that. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to when you guys have Lauren on. I think this will be fantastic. We can talk more about uh, the wonderful, uh, you know, drones, drones for good program that's going on and there will be a link in the description i will add that later on so don't forget about that with all that being said everyone have a great rest of your evening have a great rest of your week and remember it's a great day to fly take care everybody